Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell along with Kurt Souter, and we are talking today about blended families, and uh, that has got to be on. I can't think of many people who do, does not know someone who is in a blended family in some capacity. I think it's just it's common. It's part of day to day life nowadays, and, and people need to uh, need to hear that there are other people who have gone through that and are going through that, and it's a it's a difficult struggle. So we want to thank you for listening, and uh, we. We're uh, on Facebook, facebook.com. We're on solid. Uh, we're on soundcloud.com, and we're also on iTunes. If you want to hear our past shows, you can also go to furtherstillministries.org to uh, to click on and listen to the show. You know, Chad, we talk about blended families, and there's a lot of blended families today in our culture and our world. But really, it goes back all the way to the Bible. Uh, there are blended families throughout the scriptures. Doug, we, we talked about that. Um, in the break, even that Jesus was in a blended family. I'm glad you were able to say that instead of me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want that to sound self-serving at all. Uh, but the patriarchs, when you look at the the mess that they had with Leah and Rachel and all the siblings, uh, needless to say, the situation with Joseph uh, uh, and his brothers. But uh, the, the Lord has a, a purpose for all of us. And there's something good. That's that's the amazing thing about the God we serve is that he can make something wonderful out of the mess that we have. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think about you, you yourself, um, this is your third marriage, and yet you have been teaching blended families. When you fully surrender to Jesus, not, you're not going to be perfect, but when you surrender to Jesus and begin to follow the scriptural, you know, the, the, the principles and the precepts of, of the truth of God's word, um, it begins to change you. Well, as difficult as it is, uh, because we all want to be happy, but we're not called to be happy, we're called to be holy. And to the extent that uh, husband and wife uh, do those three things that Ken mentioned earlier, that if they can attend services together, if, if they uh, study the scriptures together, if they pray together, I've heard it said that only 2% of those marriages break up. And uh, to the extent that I can focus on Christ and my wife can focus on Christ, uh, if you look at that triangle, we'll come together as we both put our focus on Christ. He calls us to be holy and the byproduct of our holiness and pursuing uh, Christ-likeness is, is happiness and long-lasting happiness. A, a lot of joy if you worship together, you read God's Word together, and you pray together. And that, that goes back to uh, you know, a few weeks ago we had uh, uh, a guest on who talked about family worship, the power of that and the, the, the joy and the happiness that happens in, in a family unit. Absolutely. So uh, we're, we're also talking, um, you know, Dale, you mentioned in the break about uh, you know, if we just followed 1 Corinthians 13, you know, love remembers no wrongs. And you said, yeah, well, I'm a record keeper. Uh, talk to us about that. How, how's that? How's that working for you? Uh, that didn't work for me well at all. <laughs> and still, you know, I'm still, I'm, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I'm not a success. I mean, I'm, I'm still a work in progress, as we all better be. Yep. You're either getting, you're either getting ripe or you're rotting. There's no in, in between. <laughs> but, but the, the, the main call is if we, if we are going to be. It, my my best asset is my the bride that I married that God gave me was seeking after His heart, 
And that helped my job be a whole lot easier, even though I still jacked it up. But, uh, you know, love is, you know, patient uh, and and all those other things. But most people skip over it keeps no record of wrongs. And and I was a scorekeeper. uh, And and it did not bode well for me at all, Uh at all. So so how how did you how did you get to the point of your wife now of 15 years learn how to not hold her sins against her her issues against her uh, and, re- and remember all her past you got to remember that you've been extended grace mm-hmm. through Christ uh and he if he, if he's He's only going to forgive you as much as you forgive others. Uh, again, this all comes out of His Word. If we don't, if we aren't absorbing it, we're not learning it or being able to to live it. And and uh, again, I'm a work in progress. There's still those things. Though Satan wants, you know, he's going to throw it back up. He's going to throw back because you can relive those hurts. They'll they'll still hit in your heart or whatever, and you either pass on through for them and and actually you got to address it have you forgiven it if it's still popping up Mm, that's good have we truly forgiven well and and operationalize if you will that what he just said if we could uh, make one commitment uh, in our marriage to our spouse and if, if if there's one thing out there that would start the ball rolling in a positive direction if we could commit to each other that we will not go into the past unless it's i have your permission and it's for a positive reason as difficult as it is when the enemy gets in our head if we could make and keep that commitment uh, it, it starts everything moving in the right direction. Mm, that's good. Uh, one more thing, and then I'll pass it on over to Ken or whatever. But Jesus called us to be servants. He washed the disciples' feet. And most of our problems come from us being selfish and not selfless. So when we're, when we're focused on what we want and what, you know, it, it jacks everything up. So if we're trying to, to love and live out for our families and you know we're going to get if we give what we're supposed to give we'll get back what we're needing and and wanting yet you can't force it like i was talking about earlier you can't change that force change on that other person but by being a servant and selfless and i'm still a work in progress i know my wife's gonna listen to this she's gonna be sitting there saying what's this guy saying she's, she, Dale, she, she's gonna pull up this podcast I'll, you know I'm any, in trouble. anytime she's like honey you need to practice what you preach That's exactly you right and i do and listen accountability is is the thing and who who better to be accountable to than your wife yet again uh you know accountability with doug or ken or uh, you know other other guys that hold us to that standard yeah wow ken uh you you know god has has used you you've taught a lot of couples and mentored a lot of couples over the years but i'd like to go back to what jim and Rhonda and jim is now in the presence of the lord he, he just recently passed, but how they poured into you. Give us a couple tools that were uh, almost immediately key in you and Nancy being able to stay together. They gave us hope. Okay. Because they were very transparent and talked about their chaos and 
Jim's a recovering alcoholic and what that looked like in their lives and what kind of chaos it caused. And Rhonda's strong personality, it caused that shift in their marriage where he wasn't able to take that leadership role. Mm. And he had to be the example of Christ for his marriage to work. And he had to do it to please the Lord and not to please his wife, not to please his kids, not to please his own ego. He had to do it because that's what we're called to do. And we had to do it to put a smile on our Lord's face, not any other reason. Wow. To please him. So, so what, what they really offered you almost immediately was you saw hope and you also saw what it meant to be uh, a, a man and a woman devoted to the Lord Jesus. Yeah, and I saw Jim truly having this amazing personal relationship with Christ that he was seeking him out and to please him and not not to please his wife, not to see changes in his wife. He just was there to just say, I know I'm called to do this, and he's going to provide me with the wife that he wants me to have, which is a thousand times better than anything I could possibly want for myself. Mm. So, and that's what the Lord gave me, because the Nancy that I was trying to make her to be is not even close to the shadow of the amazing woman she has become in Christ, an amazing wife she's in Christ, the amazing witness she is for Christ, the amazing mentor she is for Christ. And we just have been able to have the joy and the meaning and purpose in our lives to do life, intimate life with so many couples that they allow us the honor to share in their lives and their worlds through their difficulties, see how God has healed their marriages and made them go out and do the same for others. Mm. It's it's remarkable what the Lord's given us in our marriage. That's awesome. You, you, you never would have dreamt 25 years ago when you wanted to divorce her that God would so heal and give you hope and restore your relationship that you would now be over the years be teaching and encouraging other marriages to stick together no matter what. Wouldn't have dreamed it because I really was to the point of hating her and her going through menopause and all the craziness that that caused her and she didn't like me very much at all either because I let her know about it and it's a miracle in Christ that we're here together and we're doing the things we do each and every day. That's for sure. <laughs> so there is hope for everybody because if it may it work for us, it can work for anybody. It can work for anybody. No matter, no matter if you're in your first marriage, second marriage, third or beyond, God is a God who still redeems and still works. Amen, brother. Mm. We're going to take one more break, and we're going to come back for our final segment. We're going to talk with the guys about maybe some even more practical tips. If there's a guy listening right now who's getting ready to enter into a marriage and become a blended family, maybe what would be a piece of advice they might give? Or if they're in the middle of a blended marriage and things are not going as planned, maybe what some of these guys would say to those guys. So we're going to take a break and be right back on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our final segment today on Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Satter, along with a room full of guys, and we're talking about blended families and what that looks like. And if you want to hear this, all this in entirety, it's a great hour. You can go to Facebook, go to uh, look up our podcast. We'll post this on Monday. 
so if you want to hear this, if you're listening to this on Saturday or Sunday, we'll post the podcast of this on Monday so you can listen to it anytime you'd like. So we want to thank our sponsors again, LNN Credit Union and <clears throat> Ken Martin and Carol Rogers Carpet One. And it's great to have Ken with us. He's it's in awesome. studio, that's right. He's the blended family guru. And, uh, you know, in the break, Ken, we were talking about, you know, what it, what it means to be successful in this blended family. And and you, you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, Share what you in, in the break. You, what, what you can't do it in an hour. You can't. You can't even. You can't do it in an eleven nine nine minute eleven minute segment. Right. And you can't do it even in an hour. But what can you do? Well, it's getting plugged in with a, with other men that are going through the same situation you are, and to understand the fact you're not alone, and as long as you got crisis centers your focus, that there's always hope, and there's, and if you guys can't find. You guys out there can't find someone to connect with. You're welcome to call Carol Rogers Carpa One and ask for Ken Martin, and I'll be happy to get you connected into our uh, support group and our ABF class that a bunch of other blended families get together every week and talk about blended stuff, and they'll hold you accountable. They're going to tell you things that you need to hear, not that you want to hear, mm-hmm. and things are going to make your marriage a much, much better, safer place for everybody that's in it. And we're called to show our kids what marriage looks like, guys. And that's a huge responsibility. How do you want your sons to teach, treat their wives? How do you want your daughters to see how men are tr- supposed to treat them? And how are you supposed to resolve conflict when conflict comes? Because everyone has it. And that's something you got to work with, with other men. And you have to learn different ways to do it. And you just, it, it's a huge effort. But again, if you get other guys in your life that help you through it and that you can take your frustrations to and help you, they're outside your force so they can see it a whole lot close, clearer than you can. And yeah. they give you some tools and some clarity on how to handle the situation. Yeah, that's, it, you, you talk about accountability and we talked about that in the break. But, Doug, you said something else. It's, it's accountability, and it's also... Well, it's encourageability. We need people that will <laughs> breathe life into us uh, in these difficult times. Uh, let me mention, uh, we're remiss here a little bit. Uh, here are, are, are five men sitting around the table talking about blended families. and Without a woman. Yeah, right. <laughs> one, of, one of the major things that I've learned in, in the 20 years of marriage Carol and I have had together is how much wisdom uh, she actually has. And if I'd actually listened to her, what a novel idea. If I'd actually listened to my wife for her perspective and listened for my heart, uh, and uh, be sensitive enough to not only what she says, but what her feelings are that uh, I have more tools to deal with. I, for for the blended family uh, folks out there, whether you're uh, getting into a blended family or you're in one, uh, I guess what I would say in, in my 20 years is this is a transformational process. It's not a transaction. Uh, she does something, I go back and do something to her, you know, I, and, and when our emotions go up, we suffer from poor decision making. We have to be able to recognize this is a transformational process over a period of time, bathed in grace and forgiveness, so that when things happen, I've got to realize this isn't the end of the world, that this is, this is all part of it. We have to go to the foot of the cross, as Ken says, and forgive each other, and constantly be starting again, because... It, from a transactional standpoint, will fail every time. So if we can just recognize uh, that when those emotions go up, and they will go up in any marriage, 
that at that time we suffer from poor decision making. If you have a support system like uh, a, your church or an accountability partner, an encourageability partner, then you've got a good tool that uh, can certainly help you through those difficult times. And in, in, in the break, you know, Dale, you were talking about, I mean, you were ready to leave Wanda, your, your third marriage. You were ready to walk out and you were ready to be done, and what happened? Uh, I hope she's not listening. No. Uh, actually, I met with the two of the guys right here and one other uh, man at, at Culver's, which I, the, uh, we had an accountability group, and I was meeting with them to tell them goodbye, uh, and they talked me off the cliff. Uh, again, there. You, when one man falls into a hole, the other man pulls him out. It's in in the scripture. We need that. We're assuming we're talking to all Christians. There's somebody out there that doesn't. You you need Christ because he he is with you at all times. Uh, we're we're not always available on the phone or, or whatever, but uh, Ken Martin hammered over the years, and this is what Jim Calvert hammered to him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will direct your path. Let me tell you, when I was doing it my way, it didn't work. And it still wouldn't work if I was doing it my way. And uh, well, a lot of times when I was cussing Ken and and hanging up on him, it was because it, it seemed to be uh, crazy what he was asking me to do. But it, that I was wanting to do it my way. He was wanting me to do it God's way. Guess whose way works? Uh, one one of the things uh, I would suggest, and and I, I wish I got royalties from this, but uh, there there's a book blended by the book by Susan St. Clair, and if you're blended and you read that book, you will think she followed you around and took notes from your marriage because listen, guys, we're all going through it. If you Satan wants you to think you're the only ones. It's just you. Everybody else has got it all together. If, what is he? He's a liar. So let's get in the truth. And, and her experiences, she lived it out. This isn't theory. She lived it out. She lives out what she's written in the, in the book. Uh, another thing through that I learned through accountability, and I don't come up with this stuff myself. I, I got to have other people. <laughs> and in our accountability thing uh, at one night, here's what we came up with. Uh, guys and women, you're, you're, you're not called to be who your spouse wants you to be. You're called to be who Christ has called you to be. And when you are, your spouse is going to love you. You, you see, they're going to be drawn to you. But when you're trying to be trying to change and be who your wife wants to be, and it's far from what God wants you to be, you're going to have chaos. Jesus is attractive when he is gentle and gracious and compassionate and forgiving and all loving. Who doesn't want that? And that's what he's called us to be not to change our spouse but to be that person that christ has called us to be and and that changes that changes everything well guys this hour has flown by um i'm going to ask ken to to pray but ken give us one last uh gold nugget in uh in uh, for for all of us who are 
in the blended family world, even if we're not blended family, this is really meant. These are, these are biblical principles. Um, what what gold nugget would you leave? And I'm going to have ask you to pray, pray for the men and for our listeners. I've got the most amazing, most beautiful wife in the whole wide world. There you go. That's good. <laughs> and it's cherishing everything she does to show me how much she loves me. The little things, the laundry, going to get the groceries, keeping the house nice, having patience with me when I'm late, when I don't do the things I'm supposed to do, and just focusing on all the things she does and stop focusing on what she's not doing. Mm. And we're so good at focusing at what's not doing, being done for us instead of really taking the effort and being intentional about staying focused on all the things they do do for us and telling her that and telling her that often thanking her yep. you're awesome yep. you're marvelous you're, you're wonderful you're beautiful yep. wow this, this is a man who said 20 years ago he wanted to he hated her yep that's and a he wanted to divorce but her i'm telling you guys what's the we, difference the difference is is what god did in their lives right? that's exactly Amen. right wow that's yep. uh, a great guys it's been fantastic to have you, and uh, thanks for sharing from your hearts. Thanks for modeling what it means to live in a blended family and to seek after Jesus. And uh, I love that the God is the God of mulligans. He gives us a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance. And listener, if you're out there and you're on your second, third, fourth, or fifth marriage, God is a God of mulligans. He gives you another sh- chance, another shot, and uh, to pursue Him. So. Uh, Ken, would you uh, uh, quickly close us in prayer and pray for our our listeners? Dearest Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful for your your example and just the fact that how much you love us and and have so much peace and patience with us and just the fact that you uh, showered that into my marriage. And I just want it all. I want it all that you've given me and Nancy and our family for all the men that are out there listening, that the only way to do it is just to focus on you, Lord, and that your word tells us how to do it. You've surrounded us and blessed us with so many great men in our lives, and all we have to do is go out and look for them and just to be transparent with them and to do life together. We're the church, Lord, and we just want to be great examples for you in everything we do and say, not only in our families, but in our businesses and our lives, Lord. And you will bless us greatly, more than we could ever imagine. And we thank you for that, Lord. It's in your holy, precious name, sweet Jesus, that we pray. Amen. 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 So we thank you for listening. If you want to hear this show in its entirety, go to our Facebook page on Monday, or you can go to SoundCloud.com. You can go to iTunes, and we will post this whole show in its entirety. And there's someone you know who's in a blended family that needs to hear this. Pass this along to them. And again, we thank for Ken uh, for coming in, and Dale, and Doug. But also, we'd like to thank Ken for sponsoring the show with Carol Rogers Carpet One, LNN Credit Union. Thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio. We'll be back next week. Yeah.